0: Number 877 381 877 381 Frank R. James. Not sure what the R stands for. Frank R. James. Frank R. James, it turns out, is a racist, a terrorist, and a 12 time criminal. And, um, He uh, obviously was captured thanks to a citizen who saw me. He doesn't look like 5'5 five, five to me. Looks about 6, but he is a fat slob, like I said he probably was. And um, the NYPD is fantastic working with the other uh, agencies, federal, local, and state. But there's nothing like the NYPD that has been abused. And there they were, on the spot. Fantastic group of men and women, just fantastic. But it sounds like uh, Frank R. James is the one who was a uh, systemically racist individual. Does it not, Mr. Producer? Posted a lot of white hate. A lot of white hate. Now, let's cover this for a little while, if you don't mind, ladies and gentlemen. There's other things, too, but we want to cover this. What we know about Frank James, according to Yahoo, but in any event, um, was arrested in the Manhattan's East Village neighborhood. He contacted police himself to come and get him at McDonald's to law enforcement who weren't authorized to discuss the ongoing investigation said uh, that contradicts what else I've heard, which was it was a, a citizen who, in fact, contacted the police, called 911 when he saw him in McDonald's. He faces a federal terrorism charge. Now, this is early in the process, so there can be many more charges, federal and state. Targeting a mass transit system, the U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York, Prion Peace, said, there's no indication James had ties to terror organizations, international or otherwise. And the motive remains unclear. I don't know why the motor remains unclear. He's a racist. James, a New York City area native, also has ties to New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio. He has nine prior arrests in New York, three in New Jersey, just your stand-up citizen. We know he had a gas mask, he set off two smoke canisters, he fired 33 rounds with a Glock 17 9mm semi-handgun, Uh, which he left all most of this stuff in the subway car. So he's not the smartest man on the face of the earth. He's known to police. He has nine prior arrests in New York, as I said, dating from 1992 to 1998. He was arrested four times for possession of burglary tools, once for a criminal sex act, twice for theft of service, once on a New Jersey warrant, and once for criminal tampering. He's three prior arrests in New Jersey, ninety-one, ninety-two, and 07. He was arrested for trespass, larceny, and disorderly conduct. He was not previously investigated by the FBI, contrary to some news reports. They have the firearm. They located a storage facility in Philadelphia, registered to James, where they recovered a uh, a cache of 9mm ammunition, a pistol barrel for the use of a silencer, targets, and an undisclosed amount of two twenty three caliber ammunition used for an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle. According to court documents, he allegedly visited the storage unit the evening before the attack. Numerous videos posted to James's YouTube channel provide insight into his travels in recent months and his views on a range of topics. From systemic racism to Russia's war in Ukraine. Now about time, if this was a white supremacist or something, Mr. Producer, they'd be trying to link him to me. Would they not? A harpy, right? They'd be trying to link him to me or Donald Trump or somebody. So you dare not link this guy to MSNBC or CNN or Joy Reid or anything like that. And of course, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying that's how it works. Some videos focus on New York City subway trains. One video includes a clip from the 1967 movie, The Incident, based on a play called Ride with Terror. The clip shows two people terrorize 14 passengers in the New York City subway cars. So the guy was subject to uh, being influenced by the media. In a January video called Dear Mr. Mayor, James is critical of Adams' plans for subway safety and ending gun violence. And says the mayor's job training and mental health care initiatives are doomed to fail. Well, he hasn't done a hell of a lot, James, in curbing crime in the city. It's actually gone up since he was elected. James says that suppressed rage over what he describes as decades-old mistreatment in Bronx mental health programs and a Queens job training program could cause him to explode. New York City Department of Health and Mental Hygiene said it can't comment on anyone's mental health treatment, even whether they were treated without consent. In the video, James claims he trained in a city-run program where he learned to work in a machine shop in 1992. Says he became an apprentice in a shop in Manhattan's Chelsea neighborhood, but was fired after two years around the time that a tax credit for his job expired. In a separate video, James points viewers to what appears to be a New York Department of Employment card and talks about being involved in a machinist training program. Another video on the channel focuses on the mass shooting at the Molson Coors Beverage Company in Milwaukee on February 26, 2020, when a 52-year-old electrician fatally shot five co-workers and then killed himself. In a video uploaded the following day, James said it happened in my town and it was very important factoid that the gunman was black. Videos posted the channel in recent weeks suggest James drove from Milwaukee to the East Coast last month. In videos posted March 18 and 20, James says he was packing a rental van to prepare for a multi-day drive. States he cleaned out his apartment in Wisconsin, emptied a storage unit, stayed in Fort Wayne, Indiana, was driving to Philly. Where he says he booked a hotel. He said he planned to drop his van off at Newark, New Jersey. In a video posted the day before the attack, James said he wanted to harm people. I can say I wanted to kill people. I wanted to watch people die. This is what amazes me. He's posting a video on the internet, right, Mr. Producer? Yeah. And. Big tech and the oligarchs are busy censoring everybody. Now, there's a lot of people on the Internet posting a lot of stuff. How is it they don't find this? Quote, I can say I wanted to kill people. I want to watch people die, unquote. We don't know what platform he posted that on. At least I don't. Most likely YouTube. YouTube. Federal prosecutors took note of James's social media complaints and threats. The federal court complaint against him states James, quote, also made statements in some and substance about various conspiracy theories. Uh, and it goes on they tracked down the fireworks company, they tracked down the uh, pawn shop where he got the pistol in uh, 1991, apparently in Ohio. Kalia Miller, who lived across from James in a Milwaukee duplex, said she was filled with fear to see her neighbor's photograph being circulated in connection with the New York subway attack. Miller, a receptionist and early childhood education teacher, told USA Today that James lived in an adjacent apartment for about six to eight months. She described him as angry, loud, and alone. I always heard a lot of yelling, but I never saw anyone else in the apartment but him. First time she spoke to him was during the winter when she left her key in the door. I hear this banging on the door, and he's saying, don't do that. That was the only time we spoke. It was weird. He it was just not approachable. When she learned of James's connection to the New York attack, Miller said she immediately packed a bag and left. I'm scared to go back home until someone says the place is clear, adding she's been staying with a friend. All right, the place is clear. You can go home. James's sister, Catherine James Robinson, told the New York Times her brother had been on his own his whole life and that she had little contact with him. USA Today contacted Robinson's home phone Wednesday, but a woman hung up shortly after answering the call. She told The Times her brother was born in the Bronx and that he often moved from city to city. She told the outlet she was surprised to see her brother named as a suspect in the shooting. I don't think he would do anything like that. That's not in his nature to do anything like that. Well, it sure as hell is. He's a very violent nature and background. So there's a lot of questions out there. You have the uh, MTA, none of the video working, which is really shocking because they talk about trying to get crime down, get more people in the New York subway system. That subway system connects all the boroughs together. I mean, it's a massive city, both in geography and the number of people still. But it's a dysfunctional city now due to the politicians. It's a dysfunctional city now due to the the white leftists and the minority activist groups that work hand and foot to undermine the average person white, black, brown, yellow, or whatever in the city. That's what's going on. And it continues to go on. When the governor would get up to speak, I would turn off the TV. I don't want to hear what she has to say. She has nothing to add. She sounds like a buffoon. The mayor had nothing to add. He sounded ridiculous. I wanted to hear from the commissioner I wanted to hear from the chief of police. I wanted to hear from the heads of the different agencies, which is what we listened to. Here's the police commissioner. Commissioner Sewell. Cut one, go. Moments ago, Frank Robert James was stopped on the street and arrested by members of the New York City Police Department.
2: Officers, in response to a Crime Stoppers tip, stopped Mr. James at 1.42 p.m. at the corner of St. Mark's Place and First Avenue in Manhattan he was taken into custody without incident and has been transported to an NYPD facility. He will be charged with committing yesterday's appalling crime in Brooklyn.
0: James Essek, New York Chief of Detectives, cut two, go. Mr. James
3: is a male, 62 years old. He is known to us and has ties in Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey and New York City. His arrest history in New York is nine prior arrests dating from 1992 to 1998. Those include possession of burglary tools four times, criminal sex act, theft of service two times. He was arrested on a New Jersey warrant. He also has a criminal tampering. He has three arrests in New Jersey, 1991, 1992, and 2007. They are for trespass, larceny, and disorderly conduct. So yesterday, we recovered video of him prior to the incident entering the Kings Highway subway station. He has the same
0: black car. Let's stop there. I told you yesterday that when they were having the press conference and they announced they knew what, Station he entered, they had to have video or a witness. Otherwise, how would they know? Go ahead.
3: Crime scene. The pictures are to my right over here. This we'll state.
0: is available electronically. Um, All right, basically, the uh, New York Chief of Detectives, James Essex, who sounds really, really good, good at what he does, lays out what I read to you. And uh, Kenneth Corey, the NYPD Chief of the Department, um, He points out this guy was arrested without incident. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Hurry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Now, this racist domestic terrorist, uh, Frank James, he was in the subway. So he comes out after about 28, 29 hours because he's hungry, goes to McDonald's. I told you he's a fat slob. It's a fat slob with boobs and a terrorist. Zach Donnan, 21-year-old security camera installer who called Crime Stoppers and called the cops. Cut, four, go. Go. My name is Zach. I was uh, working
1: inside the store, and I was doing security cameras inside. And I see the guy; he walking from the screen. I see him from the cameras. So I thought, oh, this guy. Let me call the police. And I call him, and we catch him.
4: Zach, you are a hero. Thank you so much. No problem. We, we try to
1: like make the people safe always, because the be
4: people, was nice. was the life be- is nice. You
0: know. I don't know why at the press conference they didn't mention Zach Donnan and give him some credit, Mr. Producer. And this story's out about this domestic terrorist calling himself in. That doesn't make any sense, I don't believe it, but nonetheless, that's Zach Donnan. And if this is accurate, and I bet it is, but if it is, what a hero. Just earned himself fifty thousand dollars, and he earned every penny of it. And when we come back, you're going to hear some of Frank James on YouTube. Not to promote him; he doesn't. He's not going to get promoted. This guy's going to prison for the rest of his life. Uh, that I can assure you. No, you should hear from Frank James because I said he is a racist domestic terrorist. And about now, if he were the opposite, they'd again be. Searching a high and low to trace any of my books to this guy or whatever. It's sick out there and getting sicker. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Harry, They've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com.
1: What Levin says today. What the backbenchers will repeat tomorrow. At
0: it's Kevin Downey Jr., at PJ Media. This is why it's stuck in my head, who has a piece up today. How white liberals and black leaders sacrifice black lives for self-esteem and profit. And you know, we always knew this, but the way he put it really does give it a marquee, doesn't it? I mean, it really underscores the fact. White liberals and black leaders sacrifice black lives for self-esteem and profit. Is this not what goes on in every major city in America, particularly New York and L.A.? The answer is yes. Frank R. James, a domestic terrorist who tried to slaughter scores of people on the New York subway system, has now been caught. They're going to need an extra big orange jump shoot for this fat slob plus his breasts, they'll probably have to give him, well, I don't know. Probably have to have one custom made. Here he is on YouTube, and YouTube, congratulations, you did a hell of a job of managing this guy while you're chasing all the Trump people and all the people who questioned Fauci and all the people who support law enforcement. Oh, yeah, you guys at YouTube, which is owned by Google, by the way, as I recollect. And hat tip to Andy, how do you pronounce it? Andy, no, I should know this. It's a tough young man. Andy, no. Cut five, go.
5: I had no idea with that African name.
0: Okay, okay. He's talking about Katanji Brown Jackson. Start from the top, please.
5: I had no idea with that African name that she would be married to... A white man. One of my subscribers brought that to my attention. Yeah. Our black sister, Supreme Court Justice, power to the people, is married to a white man. She's a... I don't believe... Oh, God. Wait a minute. This... This is... The right there he is. There, he is right there. White man. Black sister. Ketanjate. Ketanjate. Out to a white
0: man. You know, this racist, white this, white that, white this, white that, this is why I condemn it when I hear it on MSNBC or other places. I condemn it. I condemn all this racism, critical race theory. Some people are on the edge and it pushes them over. And it pushes them over. Who knows? What affected this head case? Sure as hell doesn't help. Frank R. And by the way, will people be protesting at Comcast? No. Will people be protesting at Google or YouTube? No. No. Frank R. James on YouTube. Hat tip, right. Scoop. Cut six. Go.
5: I tell American Negro this. I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other. You still refuse to understand this. You want to make up some f- story about some Jesus and the Bible said dumb. They don't see it that way. They hate your f- guts. And why do they hate your guts? Because they know that your rightful place is as a f- slave in this country. They know that. You're the only one that doesn't realize that. And now you want to be equal to them by force. They didn't choose to elect. They didn't elect to make you an equal. You had to force them to make you an equal. And now they're just getting more angry and more angry. The anger is building building up. And nothing can happen here differently than what happened over in Europe with the Jews. I want you to believe that that's possible. I want you to delude yourself and tell yourself this f- punk bullshit about that could never happen here. That could never happen here. Those are famous f- last words. That could never happen here. Yes, the f- it could and it will.
0: Well, he didn't even get a scarlet letter, did he, Mr. Producer, over there at YouTube? No. Nothing. Not a thing. Not a damn thing. And yet this is his ranting and raving on social media. And NBC and ABC finally have acknowledged that he is who he is. When the search was on to find the man, they wouldn't even acknowledge his, his color. If some white a-hole went on the subway and did what this guy did, I'd want to know all the particulars, including whether the guy was white. But as Kevin Downey Jr. puts it, how white liberals and black leaders sacrificed black lives for self-esteem and profit. Now, he was shooting randomly on that subway car. As best as we know, the investigation's ongoing. He would have killed anybody if he could. His gun jams. It's a fat slob. He's hungry after a while, you know, more than a day without a Big Mac and a uh, combo meal. And a uh, 32-ounce Coke. I still think you can buy those in New York, can't you, Mr. Producer? weren't those outlawed? Ah, Who the hell does know? Yeah. But whatever. This guy's not wanting. Then he's caught. By a citizen. Who speaks broken English. Who is thrilled to be in this country. Who loves this country. And calls the cops. Who arrest him in this so-called systemically racist NYPD police force with its African American commissioner the African American mayor the female governor we as Americans should be so proud of the unity and the diversity in this country that we have people who keep trying to rip us apart and they happen to be in the Democrat Party, they happen to be in the American media and especially on MSNBC and CNN and the New York Times and the Washington Post especially as far as I'm concerned Juliet Kayum, CNN national security analyst Juliet Cayman, Km. Now listen to this. Just listen to this. And CNN employs this fool and gives her a platform. Cut nine, go.
4: So the idea that it only has to be a foreign nexus—we know now, Jan, You know, January six. There's a lot of domestic terrorists. They, there are people who. Uh,
2: then this is the majority. Of the I'm not aware
0: is- that anybody. Perhaps I'm wrong, but maybe Juliet. Khayam and CNN can tell has been charged with some domestic terrorism act. I'm just unaware of it. She says, there's a lot of domestic terrorists, and January 6 demonstrated that. So she's supposed to be an actual analyst, a national security analyst. Is that true? I don't believe it is. And they didn't shoot a soul. They shot nobody. The person who was shot was a veteran protester who didn't break in. He didn't harm a soul who wasn't violent. She was there in the Capitol building. And for all we know, she was waved in. But she didn't deserve to be shot randomly and die on the the scene, right on the spot. With a half-assed investigation by the authorities in Washington. So the officer who shot her is now considered some kind of a hero. See, it depends who you shoot, I suppose. But Juliet Kayum at CNN, this is why CNN really does need to die on the vine, this is why nobody watches it. They say they're going to fix it, they're going to turn it into a news operation. No, they're not. It is what it is. All the domestic terrorists from January 6th, name one. Most of them are being prosecuted for parading and trespass, including people who've been waved in. Go ahead
4: tells us. But I am a strong proponent of reserving the word terrorism uh, for a political motivation. Listen to this idiot.
0: She just attacked the January 6th people as domestic terrorists. But I'm a strong proponent of reserving the word terror for a political motivation. It's like Biden who wants to redefine what genocide means. So she wants to redefine what a domestic terrorist act is. Remember that chart I read to you that was on Ricochet from 2015? I read to you yesterday. Depends who the attacker is, and it'll depend who the victim is. Remember that, Mr. Medusa? So that's exactly what we have here. Because the attacker is Frank James. Well, I went not go terrorism. It depends if there's a political motive. The fact that the guy's a out-of-the-closet, disgusting racist, all you have to do is watch his YouTube that's not good enough for the national security analyst go ahead uh... and so i know this was terrifying i know it was terrible ah, uh, shut up uh- you idiot you don't know a damn thing you don't know a damn thing i'll be right back Much
1: love in
0: Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Hurry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. I said the other day, In fact, I've said many times, many places, this whole transgender movement, LGBTQ movement, the effort to impose attitudes and values on other people, the attack on Title IX that's been in place for decades to ensure that girls and women have an opportunity to participate in athletics like guys do in any of these federally funded entities like public schools, colleges and universities. The women's movement seems to be gone except when they're pushing abortion on demand. Um, The women's liberation movement seems to be gone. In other words, we're talking about the degrading of women. When you have a Supreme Court nominee who refuses to define what a woman is and then uses the lame excuse that she's not a biologist, you have to scratch your head. And the American people reject all this crap. Keep your ideology and your personal preferences out of the minds of my little babies. This is what the parents' movement is. Keep your racist critical race theory out of the minds of my little babies. Teach them what they need to know about literature and English, language arts, mathematics, science, etc., etc. Teachers unions have enough difficulty doing that, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there's this fantastic ad that's being put out by a corporation I want to identify for you. I get nothing from it. But corporations that are willing to stand up to this deserve attention. And I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it properly. E-G-A-R-D Watches, E-G-A-R-D Watches, E-G-A-R-D Watches. I want to salute them because they have an ad-out that defines what a woman is. And Mr. Bedusa, let's put this on my website as well as my social sites, please. Here's the definition of a woman. Go. <laughs>
6: What is a woman? Is a woman a history of achievements quickly being erased? Is a woman a feminine force of nature? Is a woman a sister, a daughter, a mother? Is a woman the wonder of childbirth? Is a woman a caregiver? Is a woman a warrior who fought for her place? Is that now being taken away, soon to be forgotten? Is that not worth protecting? Can you provide a definition for the word?
0: It's a fantastic commercial, the video of which will be on marklevinshow.com, marklevinshow.com. And it is time that women stand up for womanhood. I don't care what party you're in. I don't care what your ideology is. Womanhood is under attack. Women's sports, when you have biological men competing with biological women regardless of what people do to their bodies or say about their bodies, that is utterly inappropriate, certainly unequal and inequitable. The men don't have that problem, because if a woman becomes a man, she's still a woman, and the man, who's an athlete, will likely still defeat the woman. Or if a woman becomes a man, excuse me, if a man becomes a woman and wants to compete with a man, that that seems to me to be completely fair. Because he's still biologically a man. But this, this change, this attempt to change reality, science. The left says they always support science. They reject science. They reject science when it comes to abortion on demand. They reject science when it comes to transgenderism and who is actually biologically a male or a female. You either have certain chromosomes or you don't. It's up to God. It's not up to the surgeon. But this is a fantastic ad. The watchmaker is Egard, E-G-A-R-D. If you're looking for a watch for your beautiful wife, your mother, uh, somebody else, for Mother's Day and so forth, I suggest you take a look. E-guard, Egard, E G A R D watches. Again, there's nothing in it for me. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to PureTalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here.
1: He's here.
0: The American Marxists are dragging our country into insanity land. Whether it's the economy, whether it is genitalia, whether it's race, insanity land. And this is where we are right now. This is where we are. Supplier prices rose. Now, what are supplier prices? They're the prices that companies pay for material to make stuff or to sell stuff. Supplier prices rose 11.2% from a year ago in March, the biggest gain on record. It's called the producer price index. Measures prices paid by wholesalers That rose 1.4% in March, 11.2% from a year ago, both records for data going back to 2010. Prices for final demand goods led with a 2.3% monthly rise, while service prices gained 0.9%. And the release of these numbers today come after the Bureau of Labor Statistics reported the Consumer Price Index, for you, surged 8.5% year over year. Now, that's not even true, because if you include food and housing, it's way above that, way above that. The government manipulates its own numbers. If it were a private company, uh, everybody would be arrested. And so Joe Biden is trying to blame everything on Vladimir Putin, because they know you hate Putin. I despise Putin. But this is Biden and the Democrat Party. And they're doing exactly the wrong things. The prices that goods and services producers uh, receive rose in March at the fastest pace since records have been kept, said the Bureau of Labor Statistics. It's shocking. 11.2% from a year ago. Now listen to this. Stripping out food, energy, and trade services... So-called core producer price index on a monthly basis. Rose 9%. So who strips out food, energy, and trade services? Most of what you pay for, number one, taxes, those of us who pay property income taxes. Number two, food. And number three, housing. Or some of you, housing and number three, food. And yet that's stripped out. So in other words, it's far worse. It's far worse stripping out food, energy, and trade services. Imagine if they added them in. Food prices went up this month, one month alone, 2.4%. Energy prices went up one month alone, 5.7%. So Biden likes to talk about how incomes have gone up 5.6%. Ladies and gentlemen, your income can go up 5.6%. But if your costs are going up over 11%, that's not doing a hell of a lot of good. The Fed has been slow to act. The Democrats have been doing this. You know, we could actually go back to the Mark Levin Radio Archive. We're not going to, Mr. Producer, don't worry. It will bore everybody. Just take my word for it. And folks, you can do it too on MarkLevinShow.com, our mothership website. We could go back and see that when the Democrats came into power and Biden took control of the Oval Office and all the spending was taking place, you didn't hear many conservative commentators talk about spending and debt. It's so boring. It might affect my radio ratings. It was crucial to talk about it, and we did. We talked about inflation, deflation, a recession, a potential depression, and moreover, the difficulty, the difficulty it is to get out of inflation or deflation, it is, it is incredibly difficult, it's incredibly painful. Because Reagan had to do that when he came into office, inflation was going through the roof. Under Carter, then it it hit even higher during Reagan's first year, and he he wrestled it to the ground with the Fed. Interest rates had to balloon up, which made it very difficult to afford things on loan, including homes, including homes. A lot of people went bankrupt, particularly developers and people who owned a lot of real estate. And that's why you don't spend like like drunken Marxists. Can you imagine if Biden got his "build back better" meathead approach uh, through Congress? Another three and a half to five trillion dollars. Can you imagine how inflation would be, would be destroying our currency today? And he still even argues it wouldn't affect the debt, and it would have helped defeat inflation. How do these people make these arguments and then say it's because uh, Putin invaded Ukraine? It's not because Putin invaded Ukraine. We're not doing all we can to allow our oil companies to produce oil. We're attacking them. And the left wants to not only maintain the situation, but impose further taxes on them. Like, that's going to fix the problem, because this is who they are. They're out of their minds. They're out of their minds. And they're destroying our economy. The economy was was really taking off. And now, it's going to drop like a lead balloon. I mean, Wall Street Journal, U.S. inflation accelerated to 8.5% in March, hitting a four-decade high. So the producer price index, what it costs, wholesale, selling wholesale to retail, and the inflation, retail to you. The first figure is a record high. The second figure is a 40-year high. U.S. inflation surged to a new four-decade high, 8.5% in March, from the same month a year ago driven by skyrocketing energy and food costs, supply constraints, and strong consumer demand. Consumer demand is falling. It's falling. Now, what happens is when the, when the currency gets weaker and weaker, and it costs more and more for the same product, gasoline, a steak, chicken breast, whatever, The dollar's worth less, products cost more. This is when you have rampant inflation. Rampant inflation. You have deflation when the dollar's worth less and the value of products collapse. And so you have shortages of products. So where you are, ladies and gentlemen. On course for one or the other. And both are a disaster. A disaster. If you're a salaried individual, it's a disaster. If you're on a pension, it's a disaster. If you run a small business, it's a disaster. So in other words, middle America is going to get creamed. And they're going to keep trying to find another fall guy. Oh, it's Putin. No, it's Biden. He did this. And the historians that he met with early in his so-called presidency were telling him to go big, go big. You could be the next FDR. And the mentally unhinged said, I can? Wow. I can deliver flowers? Not FTD, you idiot. FDR. Oh, And here we are. And if the Democrats have their way, they'll spend more. So the Democrat Party is destroying our country from within. Whether it's war on the cops, it's war on sentencing and jails, that is punishing criminals. It's left-wing judges. And now we have the leftist of the most left-wing going to the Supreme Court. I want to thank Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski Uh, We met with her, and we vetted her, and she really is very, she's up for the job. These three stooges are unbelievable. But they'll get their nice articles from the Washington Compost and the New York Slimes. That's all they care about. They're self-righteous, they're narcissistic, and they want you to think that they're they're really just very thoughtful, nonpartisan ideologues. You know, they're just good people who are trying to do the right thing. Work across the aisle. You don't work across the aisle with Marxists. So the producer price index has reached the highest level in our history since it's been recorded. The inflation rate has reached the highest level in 40 years. And now what? And now what? Well, if we don't turn this country around, if we don't elect new people, it's only going to get worse. And I predict more than a recession. If this keeps up and the spending keeps up, and these policies keep up, you can look for a depression. I'll be right back. love in. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, 18 to t or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota, has to say. said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost, and I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast, that's L E V I N Podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Like I say, the world is nuts. From TMZ, little footnote here. Would-be Reagan assassin John Hinckley sells out his New York City music show. John Hinckley, the man who tried to kill Ronald Reagan once upon a time, has turned a new leaf in the world of music, and it sounds like he can get asses in the seats, they write. The one-time would-be presidential assassin who shot Reagan in 1981, but was subsequently acquitted by reason of insanity. ...has an upcoming performance in Brooklyn this summer that is apparently sold out in tickets. This according to the venue itself. And Hinckley has posted it on, um, I guess it's Twitter. The place is called the Market Hotel. And per their website, there are no more seats available for Hinkley's show on Jan- July 8th... ...where he's booked to play the guitar and sing some songs. Their tickets were going for $20 a pop before they all got snapped up. And by the way, this place has somewhat of a decent sized capacity. 450 people can fill it. So you have to imagine at least a few hundred heads are going to be watching come showtime. Hinckley's been all in on his sing songy occupation since he cashed in on his unconditional release earlier this year. It's amazing. It's amazingly sickening, isn't it Mr. Producer? I remember that day. That was just unbelievable that day. I was in Washington, I was in the administration, I was in an office building where those Secret Service and police cars were were coming by and it sounded like World War III. It was so loud, so loud. All right, back to inflation. Jamal Bowman, Democrat New York. This is another nut job, a Marxist nut job. Unfortunately, New York is producing a lot of them lately. And Jamal Bowman, who comes out of the public school system of New York, of course, as I said, a Marxist nut job. Did I say a Marxist nut job? Uh, He's got the answer, folks, for why there's inflation and what needs to be done about it, being a Marxist nut job. Cut 16, go. So
1: we have to hold large corporations accountable because price gouging is a major part of inflation. Right, we're seeing record profits happening not just with fossil fuel companies, but with tech companies and many uh, organizations and companies. So you companies. want more investigations? But so we want more accountability, right? That's why we introduced a bill, the Ending, Ending Corporate Greed Act, to hold corporations you know, the accountable. The greediest
0: bastards in this society work for the government are politicians that run the government and people who are on the government dole. That's why we have inflation. Printing money, printing money for that side of the ledger. If corporations are making record profits, it's because the value of the dollar is less. In other words, it doesn't actually mean if you had a solid dollar, that they'd be making more, a lot of this is a, is a paper ledger. Okay, so let's let's invite the oil companies to make less, right, Mr. Producer? Let's have them produce more oil and drive down the price. That's what we can do, rather than give more government to the money through more tax schemes that just make the government... Richer, the robber barons in government. You know, a couple hundred billion dollars during the COVID spending spree are unaccounted for. Nobody talks about that. There, I just did. I just did. So if you're concerned that the oil companies are making too much money, then open the spigots. More supply tends to bring down demand. Certainly tends to bring down value. So, If, on the one hand, they're creating shortages, and they are the Marxist left and the Democrat Party and their surrogates in the media, giving them cover, their mouthpieces, then create more supply. What's wrong with that? Rather than giving the government more money, that doesn't do a damn thing for you. You're going to go to the gas station. You're going to go to the pump. You're going to fill up your car. Wherever the money goes, it goes to a corporation, it goes to the government, it goes to this, it goes to that. You're going to pay that, which is more than you should pay. The only reason this jerk wants the government to get it is because he is what he is. Did I say a moronic Marxist? I hope I did. But that doesn't help you. If there's more taxes or more redistribution of wealth away from you, you're the one paying the bill. We had more energy. We were energy independent. We had fracking. That brought down the price and increased the supply and availability. We didn't have to rely on Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, Russia. We didn't have to rely on any of them. So here we have this meathead, Jamal Bowman. Marxist. Oh, Democrat. Yeah, same thing anymore. The so large corporations, and I don't defend these large corporations. They don't look out for you and me. They back the Democrat Party for the most part. We saw their conduct. They run Silicon Valley with an iron fist. They, they squelch free speech. They seek to squelch competition. We know who they are. Go ahead.
1: The price, price gouging that's happening, and we're about to introduce another bill tomorrow. Price
0: gouging is you, pal. You're the one price gouging. How much money goes in taxes for that for that gallon of gasoline that you get? And what does the government do to produce it? Nothing. How much money do you spend on property taxes? Those of us who pay income taxes, state, how much you pay into that? Federal income taxes, user taxes, user fees, on and on and on. On and on and I'll bet those of you who own homes, your biggest bill is your property tax bill. I'm just guessing. But the Democrats, people like Jamal, have driven up the cost of everything. And, oh, and they've got new ideas on how to fix it. I'll be right back. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, eighteen to your or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless, because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota, has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does, and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com. Find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, Levin Podcast. That's L E V I N Podcast. And you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast.
1: Mark Levin, the research arm of conservative media. Call in now, 877 381
0: 3811. There is a uh, host at MSLSD, Mr. Producer. You're going to have to host. His name is Ari or something. Or Ali, Ari, I think it's Ali Belshi, who compared Israel to Syria and the Taliban in Afghanistan the other night. Well, he's still on the air. They love him over there. Mr. No Ratings Ali. But this is the poison that is spread constantly. Anti-Semitism, that is. The war on Jews in New York is up 92% year over year. What's the mayor doing about it? Nothing. Do other people even talk about it? No. No, they don't. The lawlessness is unbelievable. And quite frankly, the more the borders open to immigrants from all over the world, particularly the Middle East, I'm calling it what it is. You can see the rise in anti-Semitism going up, whether it's in New York, whether it's in L.A., parts of Florida, wherever it is, but particularly in New York and particularly Brooklyn. You know, folks, there's going to be a massive assault again on Ukraine. Everybody knows it. Our satellites see it. The president of Ukraine is asking for heavy weapons in the Donbass area. And what Putin is doing is he's calling up veterans. He's bringing his heavy weaponry in, everything he's got, including the old stuff. And what you do with artillery, ladies and gentlemen, is destroy. Destroy. That's the point of artillery. There's a great piece, believe it or not, in Radio Free Europe, Radio Liberty, on April 11th, by Reed Standish. And it was an interview with a strategic expert by the name of Lawrence Freeman. I don't know him. And he says... The interviewer says, we are now seeing the Russians concentrating their campaign in the East and South. Should we expect to see a Russian military encountering similar supply and logistical issues as it did elsewhere in Ukraine? How might this phase of the war be different than the first? He says, the Russians shouldn't have the same sort of issues as they did in the rest of Ukraine because they're able to supply from Russia through the separatist enclaves or through Crimea. So, in other words, this is why Putin is picking those two areas in particular. The distances are obviously not so great for them. So long as they're on the offensive, they will face certain issues. There's an assumption that they wish to encircle the big number of Ukrainian troops in the Donbas area. But while Russia is on the offensive, I think they're going to have similar problems of vulnerability to the high-tech guerrilla tactics that the Ukrainians have been adopting, which is basically picking off tanks and supply lines with anti-tank weapons and drones. But as soon as you start to move to more of a heavy offensive, then it becomes a very different sort of war. I expect much more artillery to be involved, which is why I think Kiev is hoping to get more of that from NATO. This could make the war possibly more attritional. In other words, bleeding the Ukrainians. It's obviously already been attritional for the Ukrainian people and military, You shouldn't understate the Ukrainian losses so far either. We actually don't know as much about them as we know about Russian losses. This could become an even more brutal war in the coming days and weeks. As with almost anything about this war, one also always has to qualify that it has been full of surprises and so forth. So I think the best assumption is that we're in for an initial stage where Russia tries to consolidate its position. If it fails to do that, then the Ukrainians will go on the offensive sooner than expected. Either way, they'll have to go on the offensive at some point, And then that will be a tougher and harder campaign than we've seen. With that in mind, what are the major strategic choices the Russian high command and Ukrainian high command might be weighing right now, especially when we're looking at the south and the east? Well, I think the Russians have really got to work on how many lines of advance they still want, because that's where it went wrong right from the start when they attacked on too many axes. At the moment, they seem to be pushing out in a number of areas, particularly around Kharkiv, where they've had some more success than they've had elsewhere. But they've really got to work out whether they're going to prioritize certain areas and really focus hard on them. I think the more the Russians try to move in different areas at once, the more problems they'll have. The Ukrainians, who have strategically been much shrewder and more careful so far, will also have to prioritize. The first priority is to carry on blunting Russian offenses, which I think they're largely doing at the moment, but they'll certainly have to watch the one happening near Kharkiv. But also there are opportunities that are opening up to encircle some Russian forces that will be tempting, and in some cases the temptation is worth following. They need heavy weaponry. The Russians are bringing in the artillery. And let me tell you a little secret. Stinger missiles are not for destroying artillery. Javelin missiles are not for destroying artillery. They need heavy weapons. They need tanks and they need artillery. And this is what they're asking for, as well as jets. Now, I want you to listen to this. I read that for a reason. Ready? Fox News. Lucas Tomlinson, who's been a great reporter. Caitlin McFall as well. In an about-face move, in an about-face move, the Biden administration today decided against, against providing Ukraine with M-117 helicopters despite informing Congress of its intention to do so yesterday. A senior U.S. defense official told Fox. The shipment of helicopters was considered Tuesday as part of the new $750 million aid package to Ukraine as it braces for a major offensive in its most eastern regions by Russian forces. The Mi-17 is a Soviet-era helicopter designed in the mid-70s, which was previously relied on by Afghan forces and can be used in an aggressive capacity. So these are helicopters we captured. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki first announced the U.S.'s intent to send Ukraine M-117s in the lead-up to the Russian invasion in January. Though Fox News could not immediately confirm if this shipment was sent. The administration has provided Kiev with more than $1.7 billion in security assistance since February 24. The U.S. has sent a litany of defensive equipment, including shoulder-launched surface-air missiles, stinger anti-aircraft missiles, javelin missiles, light anti-armor weapons, anti-armor systems, and tactical unmanned aerial systems, including switchblade drones armed with tank-busting warheads. But the U.S. has refused to provide warplanes to give, despite Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky's repeated request for such aerial defenses. And now, Biden has pulled back on the helicopters. Well, how the hell are they supposed to go on the offensive against a massive offensive by the Russians? How are they supposed to do this? The Russians are adding 60,000 more troops to the front. Russia has maintained an estimated 80% of its fighting force and defense officials are expected to meet with 8 the U.S. top weapons manufacturers to discuss continued needs for Ukraine. But he won't give Ukraine what they want and what they need and they know they have to use to not only fend off these Russian forces that are, that are mobilizing, that are amassing, but to push them back. The only way this war can be won is if the Ukrainians win and or if Putin's taken out. Otherwise the Ukrainians are not going to win. Let me put it more rationally. If the Ukrainians don't get the weapons they need, they can't win. And a stalemate is a problem. It's a smaller force. They don't have the heavy weapons. Russia's been building heavy weaponry for decades, not Ukraine. So, this is the problem. Our gutless commander in chief, he was gutless with Afghanistan. He's gutless in arming the Iranians with nuclear ICBMs. He's been gutless with the Chinese because, in my view, he's corrupt and compromised. And he's gutless in aiding the Ukrainians. And I don't want to hear from the Putin wing of the media, the Putin wing of the Republican Party, the Putin wing of the Democrat Party, who didn't believe that the Ukrainians would be able to defend themselves to the extent they have. But there are atrocities. There's genocide. And the more the Russians are leaving to amass in these two areas, the more the genocide is being exposed, the more it's being discovered. It's horrific. It's horrific. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, 18 to t or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost, and I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month enter promo code Levin Podcast that's L E V I N Podcast and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month that's puretalk.com promo code Levin Podcast Ladies and gentlemen as has been my want in the 20 years I've been on radio most of those uh, those years on well, 3 hours We often save the third hour to discuss races that are taking place somewhere in the country. Because elections have consequences, not only in your town, not only in your city, not only in your county, not only in your state, but all over the country. When somebody's elected to the House of Representatives from Illinois, it affects the people who live in New Jersey and vice versa and all around When somebody's elected to the United States Senate, they don't just vote for their state. They vote on matters that affect you directly. So it's important that we get involved in these races. It's important that I use this microphone to help expose you to some of these candidates. And we're going to continue to do it. We're going to continue to do it. Um, Because it's important. I view it as a public uh, uh, service to Patriots and conservatives. But before we do, Al Roker on the Today Show. Al Roker on the Today Show. This just shows you how cold-blooded these people in the media are. They are utterly cold-blooded. I want you to seriously listen to this. This is from the Today Show. Cut 14, go. Go. Speaking of being interconnected, I mean, we've,
3: we, climate is one of those things that gets pushed down when yes. things happen. For example, in, in, now we've got Ukraine right. and there's a talk about let's ramp up production of, of fossil fuels because, you know, inflation, higher gas prices. Do you worry that that's
0: you know, going to push back the initiative? Do you worry that the Ukrainians defending themselves, trying to save their lives and save their country? against the Putin military machine is going to take our attention away from climate. And Obama can't wait to jump in. Right, right, right. Because Obama knows nothing about everything. And everything about nothing. But don't worry, he has an opinion. The fact of the matter is climate change takes precedent to everything else including genocide that's taking place in Ukraine I just hope, I pray to God that people like Al Roker, Barack Obama Joe Biden and other Putinites and Putinoids, although they deny it but they are giving aid and comfort in one form or another that history remembers them that history remembers them Because now is the time to take a stand. Now is the time to speak out. Now is the time to have real priorities. Remember I mentioned that individual who wrote that piece about white liberals and black activists. It's not just black activists. It's black liberals and white liberals. Or I would argue closer to Marxists. Who push their agenda. Do they care about these people in Ukraine? No. Apparently not. They need helicopters. No helicopters. They need jets. No jets. They need tanks. No tanks. And what about climate? It gets pushed to the back, you know. Go ahead. Well, interestingly,
1: when we see what's happened with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, it argues for us redoubling our efforts to wean ourselves off fossil fuels. Russia uh, is emboldened and empowered. Why does it
0: argue for us in America to redouble our efforts to get off of fossil fuels? When we have hundreds of years of energy in fossil fuels, hundreds of years, and as time goes on, technology progresses, inventors invent, creators create, things are developed, just like fracking. Fifty years ago, nobody believed fracking was possible. Here we were doing it, virtually pollution-free, getting access to an enormous amount of natural gas and oil, that we couldn't reach before, that technology caught up with the need. That's the way it works. We were energy independent. Why does this demonstrate that we need to redouble our efforts? How much more of our economy will they destroy? How much more inflation will they create? How many more jobs will they kill with their ideological imbecility? How much more of this is gonna go on? Say so one dummy interviewing another dummy. Meanwhile, the genocide and the atrocities in Ukraine, they're getting in the way of your agenda, Barack. They're getting in the way of my agenda, Roker. Right? Right, Al? They're getting in the way of progress here. We got to redouble our efforts. Meanwhile, there's Obama with what? Five homes, five mansions, destroying the environment. In, Alaska, in, uh, in Hawaii with his ass... Uh, that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer... The insanity goes on and on and on. In fact, more insane as time goes on. 68% of Americans, this is hopeful, are less likely to do business with Disney after company sexual politics revealed, a new poll says. Good. This is post-millennial. After Disney publicly opposed Florida's parental rights and education bill, Americans are revealed to be less likely to do business with the children's entertainment giant. A Trafalgar Group poll asked, news reports reveal Disney is focusing on creating content to expose young children to sexual ideas. And that's the right question. Does this make you more or less likely to do business with Disney? While a scant 9.4% said they would be more likely. And that's the 9.4%, ladies and gentlemen, they are pushing the agenda. More likely to do business with Disney, a whopping 68.2% or almost 70% are less likely to do business. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you that we need to boycott Disney. Just stop going. Cut all their subscriptions, TV subscriptions, no more movies. There are other parks you can take your kids to, which are rational. The toll differentiated between Democrat and Republican voters, and even more Democrat voters. There were 48.2% less likely to do business with Disney. Among GOP voters, 85.3% less likely. Independents, too, were less likely, 72.5%. Trafalgar asked voters if they were more likely to seek out Disney's competitors across all voting groups. Respondents said, hell yes. Yes, we are. This comes after Disney was revealed to be looking to inject at least 50% of their content with LGBTQIA. Now there's an A? I think that's asexual. Plus... Themes by 2050, and executives at Disney lamented the signing of the Parental Rights and Education Bill. Despite the corporate perspective, many Disney cast members have said they support the bill. In fact, I suspect a majority of the cast members, that is the employees at Disney, support the Florida bill. I'll bet it's an overwhelming majority, and they're afraid to speak out as the letter from them to the cowardly CEO points out. Now I've said and I'll say again, show me anywhere in this bill, anywhere, where it's the don't say gay bill. It is incredible the effort that has to be undertaken to unravel the the propaganda and the lies, the pure fabrications of the media and these various Marxist movements. It is incredible. Because this is what they want people to believe. This bill prevents exposing little babies, preschool, through third grade, to any form of sexuality. Straight, gay, bestiality, whatever. All of it. All of it. If somebody can show me where it says, don't say gay in this bill. If somebody can show me where it specifically targets gay people in this bill, I'll give them 10000 bucks right now. Just one. It doesn't. I read it. I read it to you on the air. This bill doesn't discriminate against anybody. It says leave the little kids alone. Parents have the right to raise their babies the way they want to. Well, let me ask you something. If there's a parent in the privacy of their own home who's exposing a three- and four-year-old to sexual organs and is constantly talking to that kid, or at least now and then talking to that kid about what those sexual organs are for or that you can have them surgically removed if you identify with this, there's no such thing as a boy or a girl or this or that, don't do you think those parents are fit to raise that baby, Mr. Producer? Of course not. Of course they're not. So why is it fit for some stranger, a teacher, to do the same without the knowledge of the parents? This bill says no. And then after third grade, they have a standard Florida you know, various courses on health and science and all the rest of it. But that's not good enough for the reprobates at Disney and the reprobates at other places. These so-called think tanks. The human rights, what's it called? The human rights, uh, whatever. They have to have a reason to exist. Now, if you read American Marxism... You'll see there's a section on this. And you'll see that among others, it's incredible. The United Nations is pushing this. The United Nations actually has text information for school districts and teachers to use in teaching this to your children. It has programs, the United Nations. Gee, I hope the death of the Ukrainians isn't getting in the way of this of this objective too Mr. Producer. I hope the slaughter of the Ukrainians isn't isn't knocking the uh, the Democrat Party and the Marxist agenda off its its necessary focuses here. So when you have a bill that is passed that is utterly and completely neutral on this subject and says to everybody you're not to teach these kids sexuality What are we to make of a movement that claims that this is anti-gay? You know, it's like I said about women yesterday and I said in the first hour today, you need, you folks, you women, you need to speak up for yourselves now because they're trying to destroy the existence of womanhood. You can't even be defined anymore. And I would say this to the gay community. You better start speaking out right now, too. The vast majority of gay people, including gay people who have called this program, they don't support exposing little babies to sexuality. And why would you? Washington Post column rips parental rights laws on homophobic, as homophobic, compares to black people being denied gun permits. This is the Washington Post. The CEO is also the chairman of the Reagan Library. You believe this? A Washington Post column claimed Wednesday that the implementation of laws prohibiting young children from being instructed on sexual orientation and gender identity in the classroom is similar to black people being denied gun permits and insinuated that legislators are intentionally writing these bills for homophobes to discriminate against subsets of the population. In the piece... There's a reason the don't say gay bills don't say what they mean by Monica Hesse. The columnist notably omitted the fact that the section on classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in the Florida parental rights law only applies to grades K through three with higher grades following state standards. Creating her own new terminology, Hesse said that the Florida bill and its red state copycats were a gas whistle. A mash-up dog whistle on gaslight that anyone could smell if they're being honest. You know, she's grotesque. With a piece like this. The strategy behind this gas whistle, according to Hess, is this: Pass homophobic and transphobic bills cloaked in neutral language, then pretend liberals are crazy for calling the bills homophobic and transphobic. Lady, you are crazy. You are incoherent, and you are crazy. I don't know what your sexual preference is. I don't care. I don't know if you have children, but if you want to raise your children that way, that's up to you. Don't pose it on all the rest of the parents throughout the country, because they reject this. This is the position of the Washington Post, the New York Times, and the American media folks, and it's the position of the Democrat Party. That's why parents are rising up and saying, what the hell is this? I'll be right back.
1: Mark Levin.
0: As I mentioned earlier, the third hour of this program is very important. We often have candidates on from different parts of the country. Now, why does that impact you? Because they vote on issues that affect you. They vote on issues that affect you. And we have our friend David McCormick with us now. He's running in the Republican primary for the uh, Senate in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. How are you, sir? Hey, good evening, Mark. How are you doing? Very very well. How many counties? There's like 67 counties in Pennsylvania, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, 67. I think I've made it to about 52 or 53. I'm uh, I'm I'm shooting to try to get them all done in the next 4 weeks.
0: And it's a remarkable state in many ways. You know, the the west western parts different from the eastern part, the central parts different from the ends, the southwest, the northeast. You're like running in five different states when it comes to the demographics and the, uh, and the, and the individuals, aren't you?
2: I really am. I, I love it. I mean, I, I love our, our state, uh, but it, you're right. It's very, uh, it's very uh, diverse in terms of uh, the different parts of the state and the different uh, types of terrain. And uh, I've been driving in my Ford uh, F-150, and I've done about 20,000 miles. Uh, since I started this, which was about 11 weeks ago. So it's been incredible. And I, as you know, I mentioned to you before, I go to these little towns, and I do fire halls and diners and BFWs, and uh, you almost always, in every single day, have an inspirational story that makes you uh, just proud that you're doing this and feeling privileged to be able to run for this great office.
0: What are the big issues you're hearing about, and uh, why are you the best suited to do to, uh, to address them.
2: You know, Mark, I hear the same three issues over and over again. I, I've, I've had enough focus groups here to know, to know that I'm, I'm on the right track and they are first and foremost, inflation. Inflation is, um, you know, a huge drag on all of us. We're at a 40 year high in in on inflation, but it really hurts working families. It, it hurts elders on a fixed income. And it hurts uh, small businesses. I was at a tool and die shop yesterday and the owner told me it's killing him because all his inputs, uh, the materials he's buying are going up in price. And uh, of course, he's not able to get the price in the things he sells and uh, it's doing great damage. So that's the first one. And it's a direct result of the socialist policies of Joe Biden. Uh, make no mistake about it. He's trying to blame it on other things. It's uh, it's bad policy, bad policy by the Federal Reserve and bad policy by uh, by our president. The second is energy. Energy comes up over and over again because, uh, as you know, as a Pennsylvanian, uh, Pennsylvania is blessed with incredible energy reserves. We'd be about the fourth largest country in the world for natural gas uh, if Pennsylvania were a country. It's, uh, and it's unbelievably clean gas that, uh, that we're able to share with the world. And the Biden administration's war on energy um, has created huge uncertainty, so nobody's drilling. And it's uh, it's hurt our energy workers and it's driven up the price of gas. So when I started this great journey, it cost me about 90 bucks to fill up my pickup. It's about 125 now. It's uh, Mm. it's because of bad policy. And that, of course, has contributed to Ukraine, uh, which we can talk about as well. And then the third issue is border, 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 border. It comes up over and over again. It's because of the crisis in fentanyl in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, which is the worst country in this in the worst state in the country per capita for fentanyl deaths and fentanyl addiction. And it's the crime, the crime in sanctuary cities, your old home of Philadelphia, the Philadelphia suburbs. It's mm-hmm. a huge issue, uh, 50,000 illegal immigrants in the sanctuary city of Philadelphia. And that crime's moving to the suburbs. And I hear it over and over again. There's a lot of talk about schools too, which we can hit on, but those three issues, which are kitchen table issues, they affect everyday, uh, Pennsylvanians, uh, in a variety of ways. And they're mad and they're scared and they want leadership they can trust. And they feel like they've uh, really been taken down a bad path by this uh, by this president. Uh,
0: A lot of talk about endorsements. What what conservatives are endorsing you?
2: You know, I've got a great lineup of uh, of endorsements. Uh, uh, Ted Cruz uh, endorsed me early on. Uh, Mike Pompeo, who was a year ahead of me at West Point, uh, also endorsed me. Sarah Sanders. Uh, who's a good friend? and Has campaigned with me. Uh, they've all campaigned with me. Uh, Mike Pompeo's here next week to do a big rally. Uh, Mike Huckabee uh, has uh, has endorsed me. Uh, you know, I went to the border about a month ago, and uh, and the Border Patrol union president Brandon Judd endorsed me. Bob Lightheiser, who's become a a good a good friend, and uh, has I've learned a lot from him, and he uh, he's endorsed me, and we've talked a lot about China. And he was and the trade. Uh, trade.
0: The trade uh, yeah, man, the trade representative, for the right? Trump he really
2: orchestrated, really orchestrated the negotiations with the Chinese and the and the and the great trade deals, fair trade deals that uh, uh, President Trump did, and then Rick Santorum uh, endorsed me last night. Ralph Reed, so he's a uh, friend of mine, by the way. Yeah, great. So a great crew of conservatives, and uh, you know, from different uh, parts of the countries, some in Pennsylvania, some outside, and the, you know, I think they're endorsing me because they know. That I'm uh, I'm someone who speaks uh, speaks his truth. In other words, you're not always going to agree with me, but you're uh, you're going to know that I'm speaking what I believe. And uh, I believe that uh, the America First agenda in Pennsylvania on the economy, on energy, uh, on the border that you know President Trump I think laid out a great path for us. And I'm running hard on those issues. And I'm someone who speaks authentically about the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is a big deal in Pennsylvania. It's a big deal in our country. And uh, and that's something I speak a lot about. Uh, uh, I'm a, a proponent of life. I'm uh, I'm a strong uh, believer at uh, life begins at conception through natural death, and I'll stand strong on those issues. So those are the things I'm talking about. I'm also talking a lot about China, and a number of those people uh, that I've mentioned, Mike Pompeo, as you know, Ted Cruz, Bob Lightheiser, have really spearheaded. Um, the transition to a new strategy that was led by President Trump on China and resetting how we think about China as a major adversary. And, um, And I believe we have to take a very strong stand on China and really change our strategy. I think we need to reduce our dependence on China in critical industries like semiconductors and pharmaceuticals. I think we need to hold China accountable for the terrible crisis of COVID. We don't know how it originated. I think that's unacceptable. I think there should be reparations or some form of penalty for the fact that they haven't been transparent about. The fentanyl crisis starts in China where much of the fentanyl is uh, manufactured. So I think we have to hold them accountable for those things. I think we have to continue the fair trade policies of President Trump. I think the tariffs on steel make sense and we should continue to make sure all all of our economic activity with China is under fair terms. And then You know, I think something I know a lot about is investment. I think we need to make sure that every single company or investor that invests in China is not doing so in a way that's going to help support the Chinese military or the terrible human rights abuses that are happening there. And, you know, I I talk about this wherever I go in Pennsylvania, and I say over and over again, listen, as a combat, that someone who spent the first nine years of my life fighting the communists, in in this case the Soviet Union... Um, under the Reagan administration, and then, um, and then someone who served at the highest levels of government and who run a business, I'm uniquely positioned to really take that fight to China. And that experience is a lot like President Trump's, so right? All right. I, uh, we're going to
0: go over the, the uh, break. I want to have you uh, in the next uh, segment, too. Dave McCormick, dot Dave McCormick, com. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government. And they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read the secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution. Against all freedom-loving Americans. So, you need to read the war on cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492. 800-630-1492, 800 630 1492 or visit swissamerica.com. Now, this war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read the secret war on cash free to my listeners by calling now 800 630 1492, 800 630 1492 or visit swissamerica.com.
1: Mark Levin, the champion of liberty and
0: true conservatism. Call Mark now, 877-381-3811. Dave McCormick is running in the Republican primary in Pennsylvania to be the Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate. He's a combat veteran, a West Point grad, as as he mentioned. Um, He has been a businessman, pretty much an outsider, I would say. And also... uh, He's taken a very solid positions on a lot of issues. So I want to delve a little further with you with Dave McCormick. And by the way, that's Dave McCormick, M-C-C-O-R-M-I-C-K-P-A dot com. Dave McCormick, P-A dot com. For those who want to assist in Pennsylvania or elsewhere. First of all, let me say this. When a lot of people get to Washington, D.C., they get into the Senate. The leadership's been there forever, Dave. And they kind of get devoured by the system, by the swamp, and I'm sure people in Pennsylvania listening on this program want to know if you're going to resist that.
2: Yeah, no, they. Um, I've asked that. Uh, I've been asked that question, and I, I start with a with a joke, but it's it's really true. Um, why would anybody apply for a job where you're going to get um, you know paid paid a lot less money, and you're going to get your reputation uh, destroyed uh, by by mm-hmm. taking the job? And then I laugh and I say, "How many people have applied for such a job?" and you know, not many people raise their hands. And I say the reason I'm applying for this job is because I'm I'm really a patriot. And I, I know you are too, Mark. And uh, and I wanna serve the country and fight back against the weakness and the wokeness that I see in our policies and, and in our culture and our institutions. And so I've never run for elected office. I'm, a, as you said, a, you know, a guy who served before as a combat vet and have succeeded in business. And I'm running as an outsider, someone who doesn't owe anybody anything, and I'm running for the explicit purpose of making change happen. So winning is not success. Winning and going to Washington and making a big difference and and sort of getting our country back on track is success. Um, I've said explicitly that I I will term limit myself and I'll fight for, for legislation that term limits others because I think that's part of the swamp. Uh, the idea that we were going to have career politicians was never anything our founders had imagined, that we would have people go to Washington and spend their entire lives there and never do anything else. So I'm someone who uh, is called to service. I feel like it'd be a great privilege. And I'll go to Washington if I'm successful and and, uh, and serve for 12 years, try to make as much of a difference as I can. I'm not trying to make friends. I'm trying to make a, a, a difference. And I've uh, uh, told my wife, you know, we're renting, not buying. Uh, this is mm-hmm. going to be uh, an idea of uh, going to Washington As part of our call to service So, uh, and, and listen, the final thing I'd say Is the measure of a person Is how they've lived their life And that's how I've lived my life I've always been someone Who's been able to drive change I've always been someone Who's marched to my own drum And uh, I'll do so if I'm uh, privileged To be elected
0: Let's talk about the parents' rights movement Let's talk about what's happening If we can in our public schools With uh, exposing uh, little kids to sexuality, critical race theory, which is really uh, anti-American and so forth. Uh, Where do you stand on these things?
2: Well, you know, I think what's what's happening in our schools is just um, a version of the wokeism that we see across across the country in our institutions. In our military, we see this, in our business community, and certainly in our schools, our uh, secondary schools or elementary schools, and our universities. And, um, and I think uh, parents, uh, particularly in, in schools, elementary schools, high schools have had enough. We saw that in Loudoun County and I hear it every day in Pennsylvania. And it's, it's a number of different topics you've touched on them. It, it's uh, vaccine mandates and testing mandates and masks. We, we all sort of intuitively knew this was gonna be bad for our kids, but we were, you know, there was dictates coming from our schools, coming from our government on how to handle those things that really hurt our children. We see it in the, the teaching of American history, even in elementary school and and uh, middle school, where the, the American history that I think we've lived and our country has lived and the, and the incredible uh, uh, benefit it's brought to the world is not taught. And with all our challenges and mistakes, uh, America is the greatest country in the world. That's not taught anymore. And you can't even argue it or debate it because of cancel culture. And then finally, the point you make around uh, questions of sexuality and, and the teaching in elementary schools about gender identity and things like that is a totally, in my, in my humble opinion, uh, inappropriate. That should be the role of parents. And you see parents standing up wherever I go. I mean, the people that are the loudest in these town hall meetings are this, are the people that are running for the school board and the parents who've said enough is enough. And I think, uh, I think it's going to be a transformation, uh, that I hope, uh, will, Really push back on uh, on these these forces of wokeism, which I think are completely unacceptable. The final thing I'd say is that I hope this becomes a catalyst for the thing that I think will change our schools the most. And by the way, I'm a public school kid, so um, I came up through that system. But school choice, because I think when parents have the choice and kids uh, have the opportunity, that competition will will break the back of the teachers' unions and and really some of the underlying dynamics in our schools, which are completely unacceptable.
0: Let's move to uh, Ukraine, Russia. You know, Ukraine has asked for jets. They can't get the jets. They were promised these old Soviet helicopters, and then today Biden reversed course and said no. They need heavy artillery because of what the Russians are about to do on the Donbass, where they're really organizing and amassing and they're bringing their heavy, heavy artillery that do enormous damage. I mean, stingers and javelins aren't going to stop that sort of thing. What, What is your take on this?
2: Well, my first take is we wouldn't be there if Joe Biden hadn't had such a calamity in Afghanistan and and put energy policy in place that not only hurt American security, but enabled the Russians. And I just want to start with that because it's so important not to lose sight of accountability. But now that we're here... We have to do two things at the same time, and we have to exhibit strength and competence, while at the same time not inadvertently getting ourselves dragged into a land war in Europe. And we need to exhibit strength by giving the lethal weapons that the Ukrainians need to fight for freedom. And we have a, a track record of doing this under Euro boss, President Reagan, uh, during his time during the Cold War. We did this over and over again where we helped freedom fighters, and we need to do that decisively, with, with lethal weaponry to the Ukrainians and to, so they can fight for their freedom. The second thing we need to do is reverse the terrible policies of Joe Biden on energy, because the best way to push, uh, pressure the Russians is to have our energy supply on global markets. We, we should have been much more steady handed and much more decisive on a tough set of sanctions to put pressure on the, uh, on the Russians. And finally, we need to look over our shoulder and make sure China doesn't move during this moment of distraction and, and weakness. And the thing we can't do, my old unit, the 82nd Airborne, is in Poland. And we've got to be careful that through no-fly zones and safe zones and so forth, we don't inadvertently get, uh, get pulled into a land war. And uh, so we need to give great support to the Ukrainians, but I think we need to take care. Listen, I've been all over Pennsylvania. I haven't met a single Pennsylvania mom or dad who wants to send their son or daughter to Ukraine right now. They're, they're exhausted from 20 years of war. So we have to be decisive and strong, but also prudent to not get our forces drawn into the battle.
0: Well, Dave McCormick, you're very impressive. Um, And uh, I do think you'd be a great senator, by the way. And uh, I want to wish you all the best as you travel to the remaining counties in Pennsylvania. And uh, if people want to uh, learn more, they can go to DaveMcCormickPA.com. DaveMcCormick, M-C-C-O-R-M-I-C-K-P-A.com. Mr. Producer, flop that up on our social sites and uh, take care of yourself. When's this election again? May 17th.
2: So uh, i got like 34 days left. I'm running as hard as I can, and uh, I'm excited about it. The poll, I'm up in the polls uh, by somewhere between six and eight points, but there's a lot of undecided voters. And so I'm going to make my case to every, every person I can find. I'm telling, them, I'm telling them my story, and I hope I get them to vote for me.
0: Boy, it's an exhausting process. All right. Take care of yourself. Best to Thanks you and Mr. your family. Have night. All right. You too. And next week, Dr. Oz will be on the program. Um, very impressive, I think, McCormick. We'll be right back. love in. We are going to take some callers before this show ends. I assure you. Your wireless carrier collects data on whatever it's whatever you're doing. Some carriers have even admitted to it. They say it's so they can better understand your interests, but really all they want is to sell your activity to advertisers. I think it's a gross interference in your privacy and confidentiality. And that's why I use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that prevents your phone carrier from being able to see the sites you visit and sell it off to third parties. All it takes is one tap of a button, and all of your network data gets encrypted. Whether you're an iPhone or Android user, ExpressVPN works on all your devices. And when your phone carrier tracks you, that's a gross invasion of your privacy. You can either keep letting them cash in on you or visit expressvpn.com mark. Take back your online privacy, use my link, and you'll get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com mark, expressvpn.com mark. All right. Let's take some calls, shall we? Uh, let's see. Let's go to Ron, Polk, Oregon, the great KUFO. Ron, go right ahead, please. My
4: brother, I'm going to go ahead on you. Racism, whether it's by that guy or anybody else, is wrong. And mm-hmm. the thing is, this is like a three-headed monster with the American Marxist slash Democrat parties trying to put upon us. And we need not, we as citizens are coming out. We're not going to be a no more. As, as a former mm-hmm. chairman of the Polk County Republican Party, I'm doing what I can, not just me. We're about... Rorati, uh, say everything else. I don't need Jerry Reynolds. They're going to peace Caesar, and we have to get out there. We have to go to school board. We have to rebuke this stuff. It's all a multi-headed monster of Marxism, and we need to make sure that we, the parents, or in my case, I'm a godfather. I have no children, but I'm a mentor also, and I give God all the glory, just like God's giving you the town to mm-hmm. keep us educated in life, like Dan the Prophet. And also, Dan Webster says, history is God's problem, in his human flesh. We cannot get blessed if we're going to sit on our and go through and say, all right, we, this, and and take it. I do not want to be 50 years later, our country become what happened after Auschwitz account in Southborn Poland, and in Austria. And that really good American Marxism is going to do. The small step steps, you know, the one more
0: positive with China. All uh, right, Ron. Ron, you're a good man. Now, you run the Polk County Republican Party, right? You're the chairman.
4: I'm an alternate chairman. I'm just the back of it. I didn't vote for myself, but God says when you get a position in nature by your peers, is a great honor. We call to be the light in our communities, and they're trying to extinguish that lights. We do not need their extinction to the
0: fear. Now, let me ask you a question. You're, you're the alternate. You're African-American. You're helping lead the Republican Party in Polk County, Oregon. And uh, people treat you like an individual human being, like everybody else. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, all this racism talk endlessly and so forth. This is a Democrat Party ruse, in my view, to try and get people upset and to try and get their people to vote Democrat that is the left. Thanks for your call, my friend. I appreciate it very much. Let's go to Fort Worth, Texas, the great WBAP. Mark, go right ahead. Mark
2: Levin, the man, the legend, the great one, Denali. It is such an honor to speak to you. Thank you. I just wanted to, I just wanted to make the point that Judge Katanji Brown Jackson's refusal to define woman. Is it could be considered a win for conservatives because she stated that she could not define woman because she's not a biologist, Mm. meaning that the definition of a woman is based on biology.
0: I know where you're going. So when she's on the Supreme Court, you're going to argue, well, you said you can't define a woman, so maybe you should recuse yourself. But she won't do any of that. Uh, She was was hiding her ideology.
2: Yeah, I was thinking since she made that statement in public, she might be obligated to bring in a biologist as a subject matter
0: expert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can we can wish. All right, my brother, thank you for your call. Let's keep going. Let's go to Jackie, Morristown, New Jersey, on the Mark Levin app. Jackie, go right ahead.
4: Oh, what a pleasure to, for you to take my call. Bless you, Mark. I wish you could be <laughs> cloned. Um, Thank you. The reason for my call today is to talk about messaging. What do you think we can do to get better messaging, or pinpoint, or bullet point messaging? Billboards, uh, uh, you know, email addresses. Uh, Jackie, here's
0: the good news. I think the American people are wide awake right now, from the uh, local, parent-teacher level, and beyond. The policies of this administration and the ideology have impacted everybody. The key now, I don't think, is to get the message out. It's to get the vote out. And we have to have a certain percentage above the regular vote to uh, to exceed their, their fraudulent activities. And so we need to have a massive crushing turnout of all people voting for the right candidates in every corner of this country. And that's why I spend so much time, particularly in the third hour, going over these different races. I think it's crucially important as a public service. All right, Jackie, you go get them. So we got to organize and vote and make sure each and every one of us affect the outcome of 10 or 20 other voters. Make sure they get to vote. If there's early voting, even though we don't like it, take advantage of it. Do whatever you have to do. Whatever you have to do. Let's go to Sean Rockville, Illinois, on the great WROK. Go right ahead.
4: How you doing? Mark Levine. God bless. Thank you. Well, go for what it. I'm calling about is just the effect. Can you hear me? Yes. What I'm calling about is the effect on all the small business here with all this inflation. My expenses are up by 37% God. and I've only been able to raise my rate by 23%. What do you do? I'm trying to give my guys. I do. I own an in-home appliance repair service company.
0: Yeah, Terrible. i bet you can't even get parts that you need.
4: About a third of it I can't get. Mm-hmm. But parts are up on my wholesale side of things by at least 17%, and the retail side didn't go up at all.
0: That's a killer. And I, I feel terrible for you. I feel terrible for everybody because this was completely avoidable. You can't run an economy based on an ideology, and in that regard, a failed ideology that doesn't take into consideration actual economics. It's like being a, uh, a, a, a physics professor who uh, doesn't understand physics. The laws of economics are as, are, are, are as firm as the laws of physics. And if you're, if you're going to abuse them, they will abuse you back. I'm sorry to hear that, Sean, and I'm sure there's millions of people out there who agree with you. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, NYPD. Thank you, thank you. We salute the truckers in this country and other countries, and we salute our Ukrainian freedom fighter brothers and sisters.